Alan Wilkinson, uh, our lead Elastic FM commentator, stroke reporter. Afternoon, uh, David. How are you? Well, uh, it's a bit up. Well, it's more down than up at the moment, isn't it? Well, we're recording this on Thursday, the fifteenth of August, and we did say that we'd probably next do it on four games in, and I think we were both hoping, weren't we, that four games in we'd be sitting top of the league. We're probably three wins out of four, or you know, two wins, two draws. Showing signs of dominating the league, and actually, it's quite the opposite, isn't it? Yeah, it's not a conversation we expect, well, wanted to be having, is it? Uh, if you look at it both ways, two away, two away games, two points at Boreham Wood and uh, Maidenhead, on paper, aren't bad results. I'd say lost, that's fair. We lost both of them games there last year, away from home. Yeah. The two home games is a totally different kettle of fish. Lost it home to Dover, lost it home to Woking. We haven't looked. Anywhere near decent sides, uh, and it got to be absolutely not good enough. So let's drill a little deeper into some of the performances. Clearly, I've listened. I haven't been to a game this season for work commitments, but you know, I'm, a, I'm an avid mm. listener of people I respect within our group. For example, yeah, yeah. there are some very knowledgeable football people in there, including your good self. And obviously, I saw them a lot pre-season and had my own view on where I felt where I felt we were short. Yeah. Interestingly, this is not a question I told you so, but where where I thought we were short, which I've actually felt we were short for a few seasons, we continue to be short, which is the midfield area I'm going to come on to. But let's start with the Dover game, because I'm hearing that there have been some purple patches of decent play, but play statistics actually don't really matter when you're not getting the results, do they? No, you can you can have 90% possession, create 47 chances. If you don't score goals, you don't win games. We went ahead against Dover and it all looked good. First game of the season, 1-0 in front, we think, well, we'll probably sneak this and, you know, three points. And then, one bang, snatch and grab. They're 2-1 up and we never looked like pulling it back from there. And we'll get more into the weaknesses in the team because clearly we we have an issue at the back post uh, defending the back post from yeah. crosses, don't we? But we'll get more into that later on. So I think we all kind of accepted that defeat first game of the season. We've seen over the years other teams start with three defeats and actually go on to win the league. So yeah. even now, I don't think it's time to press the panic button. That's my my take on it. But sometimes you don't press the panic button when there are other positive indicative signs. And I'm not seeing too many positive indicative signs. I'm seeing more cause for concern in the nature of our play and the manner of our defeats. So let's... Uh, you've been to every game, haven't you? So, I have not missed one yet for my sins. So second away game? <laughs> yeah, for, made, sorry, first away game. Yeah, Maidenhead uh, yeah. played well in patches. First half, we had 35 attacks in 45 minutes. Uh, went in nil-nil. They came out... Uh, first attack they scored from it. It was rain. It started raining. It did heavy, start didn't it? raining, and Will Evans slipped in fairness in a puddle that had just come from absolutely nowhere. But he fell to their player. He stuck it away. One chance, it's in. So then we're chasing the game again. We came into it. We brought all three substitutions on. We played well, forced the equaliser, and then could possibly have gone on to win it. And same John Shodan says we could have won that game, but we didn't. The marking for their goal at the back post. I mean, I've watched the video back. Yeah. There was no one with it. There was no one marked him at all. No. Uh, if you remember, it was... Yeah, Evans slipped and got caught out. And yeah. And when the, when the ball came to the to the Maidenhead player, he's on his own. So where you would you would have automatically expected, was Buchanan still on the field at that, at that point? I, I suspect think Buchanan had gone off by then, yeah. or he certainly took him off straight afterwards. But you at least expect one... Well, your left back really should be picking your up. Left back should be picking him up, or your left half as he's playing three at the back. Yeah. Or even a, a midfielder should have seen him there, and at least stood Com- on him completely unmarked. Yeah. All the time in the world to pick his spot. Yeah. There's no wonder Sheridan's no. We frankly, P I double S E D. We don't swear in this group, no, so we we'll spell no. it out. But it, there's no wonder he's act off with, with no. defense dis- deceiving goals like that. Yeah. But uh, apart from that one mistake, the back three of Yarny, Evans, and Ollis did him proud rest of mm-hmm. game. Just that one slip again, and they scored from it. So that's the first away game. On paper, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Sheridan himself seemed happy with the performance, didn't he? Yeah. Um, And we created enough chances to have won the game comfortably. We all know it's no good. What's, ifs, maybes, they're no good. People want 
to see the points in the bag, don't they? 20 but, shots on target at Maidenhead. Yeah. Said it all, we attacked. Improved finish, well. improved yeah. finishing yeah, needed. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. said that. We need to take a chance away, which is fair comment. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then. Second away game? Away. Yeah, Boreham Wood. Uh, went 1 0 down to a penalty that once you've touched the kid, he's going down. And once he's gone down, the ref's going to give it. Uh, we went 1 down. Again, played well. Took control of the game at 2 1 at half time. We went 2 1 up. Came out second half. Played well. Absolutely freak. Goal made them 2-2. Uh, the, 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 the player cut inside, shot towards the far post. Jalal's got it covered. It hits Will Evans on his head and completely sends Jalal the wrong way. And it's in the bottom right-hand side corner. And that, nothing you can do about that. It's just a freak deflection. And then uh, Lawrence went off, sent off, which, in fairness, John Sheridan agreed with. He said, I've seen the, I've seen the challenge. And yes, it was a red car, so he won't appeal it. After that, Rowley, Bowden, Weir, Mandeville, all our shots on target, but their defence threw everything in front of it and kept kept us. We could have won it with ten men, far yeah. by far better side with ten men. Under Martin Allen, don't want to hark back to the past, but it is relevant because it provides a benchmarking substance. During that long run of draws, we did play well some of yeah. the time, and yeah. we were creating and missing chances. Yeah, it doesn't matter, does it? Ultimately, it doesn't matter. You no. get no points for t- currently, and whether the, right. the league's ever bring this in, maybe it's worthwhile because it may be, maybe encourage teams to actually not just get 11 players behind the ball. Maybe there will come a time where you get some recognition for the shots on target yeah, yeah. and the percentage yeah. that you have possession. Maybe they'll play a factor at some point in the future. I think it might certainly may, may play a part in yeah. the game being more attractive, but the only thing that matters is wins and points, and, yeah. we're, and we're not getting enough of them. No. Two, uh, two draws away from home. That's out back to John Duncan. You only need one chance, you score one goal, you win 1-0. Yeah. That was John Duncan's philosophy, and it worked, majority of the time. Yeah. So, uh, 2-1 up, just a free, go- a free goal, free defection, Will Evans. Nothing you can do about that. Jalal, not at fault for that one. Fault for first goal penalty. Yeah, he flapped a bit in wind, but the wind took it away from him, and he, he stood flat-footed, and he only pushed it about a couple of foot. Strikers on it, and he's fetched down penalty. On the goalkeeping story, Alan, clearly at this point with a great goalkeeping coach like Mark Crossley at the club and a, and a vastly experienced goalkeeping coach, clearly he's telling John Sheridan that of the two at the moment, what he's seeing in training would suggest that Jalal's the better option. That doesn't necessarily feel like that when you see him play, though, does it? No, I was. I suspect if Mark Crossley gets to the point where he feels that Coddington will need a chance, I'm sure Mark will tell John Sheridan this kid needs a chance. I mean... Couldn't fault Jalal for the second goal at Maidenhead, just a freak deflection. Hmm. But yeah, I'm sure Cross is not daft. He's, he's certainly, as I say, well experienced. And I think if Mark gets to the time where Mark thinks a change is needed, I'm sure a word John Shane say, look, I think you ought to be giving this kid a chance. Jalal's not in the same mould as Tommy Lee from the point of view of fan appreciation. I mean, most people really respected Tommy Lee's game, yeah. didn't they? The, Often you get the odd person saying that his kicking could sometimes be weak, and to be fair, that was true. He wasn't the, yeah, he wasn't yeah. the best kicker yeah. uh, as a goalkeeper, but his shot stopping and, he, and his handling from cro- crosses and his you know prowess in a one on one situation were the best the best I've seen from a Chesterfield goalkeeper. Yeah, but end of the day last year when Shonen came in, uh, he sent Callum Burton back, gave Jalal the number one shirt, and Jalal was part of a very successful defence last year from Christmas onwards mm. with Yarny, Evans, and Ollis. Yeah. They were the, the goalkeeper, they were the back three. Jonathan yeah. Smith were right-hand side, and sometimes it was Alice Chapman from Lincoln not left-hand side. Yeah. So that back three in Jalal played well last year up to... And boy, have we missed game. Alice Chapman. We possibly have, yeah. Yeah, I, we possibly I, I, have. yeah boy, have we missed him. I mean, mm. uh, yeah, he could be different, but you knew for certain that Chapman would get you quality crosses in. Yeah. Even if he was having an indifferent game, yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd contribute something to the game, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. So would Kim on you. Yeah. Chipped him with a few goals last year. F- fair point. So and them, he got them two young uns. And know. he got the pace as well, hadn't he? That Kawami had got yeah. the pace that yeah. you need in all threatening teams. He's on bench now at his club, though, isn't he? Yeah. So looking at the statistics, five goals. I guess the only person that will have any level of satisfaction at the moment is Scott Bowden with his three goals, won't he? Yeah, three goals, one a penalty, and two typical Scott Bowden goals, poachers goals. So yeah, the only three. Uh, Yarny defender off the mark. Will Evans centre half off the mark. Um, where do you look at Scott Bowden? He's not, you've not been yet. He's not much help up front. I mean, Mandeville playing as a twin striker. He's a midfielder. 
who likes to go forward. Mm-hmm. And it's like asking Wayne Rooney to play it right back. It's not going to happen, is it? No, and the nature of Scott Bowden's game, and, and you've heard John Seridan say this, that his general contribution to team play is not that high. No. He's he's on the field to sniff out goals. Yeah. yeah. And that's what Sheridan wants from, from his main striker, someone that can be on the end of crosses, mm-hmm. can sniff around, pick up loose ends in the box and score. And that's what he's doing for us. So we're not going to criticise Scott Bowden for the fact that he's not, you know, your complete striker, but you're absolutely right. He needs a file, doesn't he? And yeah. he hasn't had that with, with Denton being injured so far, which we'll come on to. When Scott Bowden's coming back at halfway line football, you know, you've got problems up front. Mm-hmm. Because when he, if he's coming back for the ball, then he's not, he's not in box, is he? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the clear weaknesses that we've seen probably manifested themselves most clear in the in the two one home defeat against Dover. Yeah. Two back post headers. Yeah. What's your reading of why is that happening? I, I don't know. They train all week not to do it. You know, I'm the same as John Shows. I, I, I tell them all week what to do, uh, and we just don't do it. Um, is it is it careless defending? Is it players not getting in position? I mean, you back three. We, we said it also, your back three falls into a back, when they've got the ball, it falls into a back five. Smith drops back, Buchanan drops back. Whoever's in front of the back three drops in, makes a six-man defence. Yet we're conceding goals at the back post, so somebody's not dropping in. Hmm. Is it a, is it a question you, you heard John say it a few times? He's not be he, he kind of almost uses these words, doesn't he? I'm not being disrespectful, but hmm. the players at this level are at this level for a reason. Is it that they're just not good enough? Or intelligence enough. Positional play is often more about intelligence than it is ability, isn't it? Yeah, or is it lack of somebody that can organise at the back and tell somebody where he should be when they've got the ball, somebody saying, you should be there. It does help if they're not talking to each other and they switch off. Somebody to shout and say, oi, here, back post, take this back post, and it's not happening. Yeah, if we examine what makes a great player and what, <clears throat> excuse me, what makes an average player and a poor player, you look at players in the Premiership and... You could have a non-league player that's got um, an MBA, one of the most respected business qualifications mm. there is, or mm. yeah. you know, you probably we've probably even got players in the non-leagues that are professors. Yeah. So they've got the intelligence. Yeah. So you get some players that have got the intelligence, but they don't have the physical prowess. They don't mm. have the pace, the yeah. elasticity in their body, the yeah. height, yeah. the energy. Your Premier League players maybe haven't got the intelligence, but they have got that athleticism. They've got that yeah. that touch. Yeah. So you take um, Mo Salah for for a player so small um, to be able to run so quickly over a period over mm. a you know concerted distance. I mean, back in the day, Michael Owen was quick, but he was yeah, only yeah. quick over thirty, forty yards. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got the likes of Mo Salah that's quick over you know a full half of the pitch. Yeah, yeah. And that pace makes a difference. So players are in the Premier League because they've got the physical attributes. Exactly. Players are in non-league because either. Yeah. They haven't got the physical attributes, or they're not, good enough to be or they're not intelligent enough. And yeah. I think what we're struggling with, I think now, is players that can't follow simple instructions, which is where to concentrate enough and to mark someone mm. and to follow follow the plan. So if you're if you're playing left back or left winger, off your natural instinct tells you that if if, if a cross is coming in from right, it's either coming into the middle or it's coming towards you. So your instinct, you drop in. You, you're a defender, so you defend. When you're attacking, you attack. Hmm. But when they've got the ball, you drop in to make a defensive line. Hmm. And it's obviously just not happening, is it? Sheridan said in his in his last interview, we make, I think his words were, we make some horrific decisions. Horrendous decisions. Horrendous yeah. decisions. Yeah, yeah. So clearly that's what he's referring to, isn't it? It is. Uh, uh, people, again, giving the ball away. Hmm. You know, we, we put three passes together and then we lose it. So we're on the back foot again. Uh, the the times choosing artists is, sh- is telling them keep it down, knock it through, and we're not. We're umping it over top and completely bypassing midfield. Yeah, and he's telling them not to. He says get it down. He's saying roll it, just a nice simple twenty yards to a blue blue shirt. Keep it, roll it. But it's not happening. Most some of the time it's when it happens. It's really brilliant to watch. I often see, particularly at low league, like I call them percentage balls. So mm. you've got the ball. Typically, it's your defender that looks up. That yeah. might be your, your yeah. left back or your right back or your centrals. They look yeah. up and they think, oh, I'll play one over mm-hmm. the top or I'll play yeah. a long ball in the general direction of that player. I call yeah. that a percentage ball. Yeah. There's yeah. a percentage chance that your player might mm. get on the end of it and win it. Good teams don't play many percentage no. balls, do they? No. no. They play to feet. They, mm. they 
play triangles, they make shape, they make space. Yeah, yeah. And the percentage balls are in the final third yeah. that cross into the box. Or into channels to run yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. Or as we saw from Pogba in, in the Man United Man United victory against Chelsea, yeah. when he put, uh, was it Martial, was yeah, it Martial he put away? It, yeah. Yeah. He just dinked, dinked it over the top and thought, Martial's, I think it's Martial, wasn't it? Martial's Marshall Rashford, yeah. Martial, just dinked it over the top. Rashford, one of the, one of yeah, the two. Yeah. The, both of which are quick enough to actually yeah. outpace the de- outpace yeah. the defence. Yeah. That's the percentage ball you can play. Yeah. Yeah. But a lower le- level, you know, and we are clearly playing too many percentage balls. Yeah. The problem is being infuriating, big, uh, Sheridan, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. The problem being with two big seven, seven, six and a half foot centre halves against you, we're playing this long ball up, we're getting it straight back because they're winning it. He's coming straight back at us. The other thing he said in his interview, and we'll touch more on this later when we start talking about what's needed to rectify this. He pointedly said, we're only four games in and I'm already getting frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he did say that. He, he said, I, I, I train him all week. And I, I tell him it needs to be sharp, quick, and fast. And we're immobile. Yeah. We're slow. Yeah. If we don't train to do that, we train to slow, move the ball quickly. Quick. Yeah, move it quickly. That's what we train to do, and we're not doing it. He said that yourself. Yeah, we're he not did. doing it. Pointedly said in his last interview. So we train all week to move the ball quickly, and then we come out. Hmm. You know, we we're, we're at home to Woking. We're expected to win the game, and we come out and play, and it's slow and lethargic. Yeah. And I've, yeah. and we've trained all week to play quick. Yeah. Get the ball in the box. They're not our words, they're John Sheridan's words. Yeah, absolutely. You can listen to the interview, they'll yeah. they yeah. them you words. You know what we're doing, I'm sure there are, there are some fans listening to this who'll say, what do these two think they know about? As I said on the last podcast, we're more than well, more than happy to have guest uh, supporters yeah. and we yeah, will have yeah. Uh, yeah. as the season unfolds. So we've identified one clear weakness, which is this defensive weakness and at mm-hmm. the back post. The one thing that, Many of the really knowledgeable fans talk about. Mm. There are there are a good few knowledgeable fans in in the Facebook group. There are some qualified coaches in there as well. Yeah. We talk about this lack of creativity and mobility mm. in midfield. Mm. Apart from the young lad that we had from Sheffield United, Louis Reed, who yeah. was mobile, yeah. who was creative, he could shoot. Mm. He could. He was. He was an all round yeah. midfield player, just not very big. Yeah. But apart from him, we haven't had um, anything in there, have we? Since since Morsi and, and Ryan and. We could see that mm. the fans could see that for whatever re- for whatever reason John mm. and John Sheridan and Glyn Snowden didn't see that did did they otherwise so, they'd have put it right yeah so it started last year with, with, with Weston and Carter the first year game it looked like we might have found something because Robbie Weir sat in front at back four and Weston and Carter played Morsi and Ryan Rowe not the same standard they thought we might have found something but another twelve month on. Or three year down the line, we still haven't got that mobility and creativeness in the middle of the park. We don't, we give it away. Uh, we, 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 we pass it back. Uh, I'd rather, rather pass it back to a blue shirt than ump it forward and come back at us from another shirt. Hmm. But I think the, the, immo- the immobile they were on about was middle of the field and we've not corrected it yet. Yeah. I don't think we've corrected the creativity and mobility. To- Having said that, first half Saturday, we played well. And again, John's words, we played well, but we created nothing. So it's that creativity. There's no value again having possession, having chances. They don't. We don't get any points for them. No, it's no. it's goals scored that count. I mean, at least goals scored. Mm. Even when you lose, they count for you for something in your goal difference, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I'd rather play poor and win one nil. I'd rather play poor and win one nil. They play some nice fancy football and lose two one. Well, I certainly would until we've got enough points on the board to to make us feel like we're going to have a at least a, a season where we're going to compete and we're yeah. going to be challenging up there. Again, we're looking for scrappy 1-0 wins to get a start, you know, aren't we? We'd take a 1-0 win on Saturday Barnett just to get a start. Of course we would. You know, just anything. And we're thinking, four games in, we're thinking, anything from anywhere will get a started. Now, standout players, this is difficult, and this is where I do have some sympathy with, with John Sheridan, because mm. nobody predicted that he'd have injuries to virtually all his key no, players. No, Um John, again, said said Tuesday night that, you know, Scott Bowden now three in four games. Uh, Mandeville will run, he'll chase, he'll work for you, but it's not the finished article. Could be another few, he could get there. Um, Yarny is, is, is consistent. Obviously, he gives the ball away now and then, but as I say, this is the nature of the beast in this league of well, is, it, is it 19, 20? Yeah, he gives the ball away at times. That's for standout players. Um, name me one that's really stood out. There's nobody. You'd have to be, again, we all recognise um, Bowden's strengths and weaknesses and his, his strengths has proven to be 
notching up the goals, which is critical. Mm. Um, Mandeville, I'm hearing some positive stuff about mm. his kind of basic abilities on the ball. You know, he's comfortable in possession. Yeah, he can yeah. turn one way, he can turn another. Mm. But he's not getting shots off, is he, or creating chances for someone, which is what you need someone in his position to do. That's one of the frustrating things. Several times, first half, even second half, we have gone to positions 20 yards from goal. And, you know, how the cop are, shoot. And we pass it back. We don't seem to want to give it a pop from 20 yards. We don't seem to want to shoot. We seem to want to play it in. You know, that's the one thing I like about Jonathan Smith, and I'm not especially a Jonathan Smith fan. Mm. But one of the things that we saw from him last season, he's one of the few players that we've had in recent years that is is prepared to shoot from distance. And score goals. And score goals. Three or four last year, weren't he, from that position? Indeed. So, yeah, I mean, you know, he's not, same as say, one, some like him, some don't. But he's not a right wing back. He's a midfielder who likes to go forward. Yeah. So he's playing at right wing back. So we have a bit, you know, a bit of sympathy for him. We've got a square peg in a, we've got a, uh, what, what's the term now? Square, square peg, peg round holes and all yeah, that. So yeah. we've yeah we've got a square peg in a round mm-hmm. hole. He's not playing in his favoured position, which nope. is centre mid, isn't it? Not centre mid, yeah. But Mandeville's playing up front, and he wants to be like centre mid. So until you get somebody to play with Scott Bowden in front, Mandeville's going to have to go up there and play with him. Will some of the issues we're experiencing now start to fade away when we've got Denton back, when we've got um, Gerard at the back, back, mm-hmm. and when we've got that pace that we know? No one at the club's got this type of pace, but Spyro's got that pace, hasn't he? Yeah, you look at that. When, when Gerard's back, you can't you can't play a flat back four because Will Evans, man, Will Evans played it right back a few times last year very successfully. So we could, our person go flat back four. If Evans has have to play it right back, stick him there. Uh, Gerard, Ollis, and Buchanan as a natural left back, play a flat back four. Play four four two. Put your four across middle at part. You could put Smith. And Mandeville at Midlet Park. Mm. You could play Rowley, right midfield. Um, anybody left midfield that wants to play there, mm. basically. Uh, and Denton or Spyro up front with Scott Bowden. In an emergency, I'd actually like to see Will Evans up front. Yeah, couldn't do any worse. He can win a ball and he can actually pass a ball. Well, his goal's against Aldershot, one of them. Yeah. If that had been scored by a Premiership player yeah. last season, yeah. his goal against Aldershot was yeah. Yeah. a superb finish. Great touch. Mm. Um, you know, he's not... I wouldn't say he's lightning quick, but he's good in the air. Mm. It'd, be, it'd be an interesting call if we ever it needed would, to yeah. put someone up front for the one last down with 10 minutes left, minutes. stick him up there, yeah. It's got, got, to, got to be worth a try. Well, I think it's, even for all the people that, that didn't like him last year, they're now agreeing that we are missing Tom Denton. There's because no he can he can bring it down, he can pass it, which he can. Yeah. And Scott Bowden can just feed off his, off his headers. And he's a massive threat from set pieces, both yeah. ends of the field. Yeah, he can he? defend you one, and he can possibly get you on it uh, from yeah. there. Yeah, so. he's definitely got his value, uh, mm. Mr. Denton. I'll be glad to see to see him back. Mm. So this de- the debate about midfield. Then Weir or Weston? Clearly, Weir has signed a new contract. John's given him a new contract. Mm. Weston, I understand, has got two years left. I've, I've told him signed a three-year contract on a fair wager. Yeah, we don't we don't know. We're not speculating on wages. We don't know. We don't want to speculate about money, private things. But and I don't know this either. But mm. I suspect he's probably the one, probably the best player at club. I would think, don't you think? Well, West, best, best paid. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Obviously, mm. Martin Allen liked his his energy. I mean, yeah. he's very fit. Mm. I'll say yeah. that for him. Yeah. He's, he's a fit player. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't know whether they have monitors that tell you how, how much. Uh, mm. They run and how much grass they cover, and you know that is important for a combative midfield to be covering the ground. But we need more from him, don't we? And I, I suspect he's the one that would be surplus to requirements if someone come in for him. But is someone going to come in for a non-league player that's probably our amongst our top earners? I would, I would, I would guess Bowden's probably on more money than him. To be fair, yeah, possibly. Because uh, you Kurt- need goals. Goals are worth paying for, aren't they? Curtis Weston isn't getting any younger. How old will he be? He's in his thirties. I think he's 32, isn't he? 32, it? so by the time his contract runs out, be 34. But yeah, it's getting somebody to, if somebody wants him, are they going to take him on his wages? Yeah, and on a so, human level, and we are human beings, and I, yeah, I do look at this angle, he's just had a young child, hasn't yeah, he? It's all about paying bills, end of. He's a young child, and he's probably at that point in his life where he's thinking about security. If you've got a two-year contract, you've got a young baby. Yeah. You're gonna take it. You're gonna. You're not gonna go anywhere, are you? Unless somebody's prepared to pay you at least what you're getting. Yeah. You'd be crazy not yeah. to, would you? Yeah. yeah, we're all human beings. You know, if somebody offers you 
X amount a week and you can live on it because you go on it, you're going to take it, aren't you? Yeah. So, but John did intimate in his interview that he needs to try and move some players on. He did. So are we Again, betting? As that's be- his words. Are we betting then, Alan, that if there's anybody that he's trying to move on, it's probably Weston, given that he's unlikely to move someone on, i.e. Robbie Weir, who he's just given a one-year contract to? Well, I, I think it comes to a point where John Sheridan's never had any sentiment. I think he'll do what he needs to do. Yeah. I think one of the shock, whether it be shocking, I think uh, Joe Allen, Joe Rowley's got a lot to prove. Mm. You know, I, I mean, John said he'd make a midfielder of him this pre-season. So let's hopefully it, Joe will, bl- will blossom into the player that John wants. Mm. But, what, what, you see, again, his worst choosing art, established players. So I'm not faulting kids. He said established players. So out of that team, you can make your own mind of who the established players are. Yeah, uh, clearly he's not getting satisfaction from Weston and, and Weir. Mm. Now, I would say I've seen enough glimpses. I'll probably get crucified for saying this, but I've seen enough glimpses in, in some of the games that I've seen Robbie Weir play. I mean, we came back, he came on um, in the game we were losing 3-0 under Pemberton. Mm. Uh, and it was him that single-handedly yeah. dominated the midfield yeah. and, and brought us back into it. And that that was Robbie Weir at his best. Yeah, and he, he, But we're not playing him in that position, are no, we? We're not no. using him as a playmaker. We're using him as a, quarter, a defensive quarterback, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we're playing him at back three. And he, he, he does break play up and he can pass it. But again, it's not... It's, I'm, I'm trying to find the words... I don't think Robbie Weir's... I think Robbie Weir had a purple pass last year at right back. When yeah. Martin stuck him at right back. He'd have made a good, solid right back. Yeah. But uh, it's just... And is sometimes it, is it, it enigma? Is that the word I'm looking for? Yes, for both it, of them? It, absolutely. It is, it is. And you know, and sometimes players... A formation needs to have the right blend. Yeah. And there are... The, the Smiths, the Westerns, the Weirs are actually very, very similar. Yeah. I've um, got too many same players. Different, different sort of physicality mm. you know certainly i don't i don't think you could accuse weston of not being mobile no but i don't think he's got a touch i don't think he can i don't mm. think he's he's got guile i don't think he can play that decisive pass no and and he's he's not notching any goals not contributing with any goals no i think weir has got the passes in him mm. but i don't think he's got the mobility no it's we could throw them both in the same bag and bring one player out you'd probably have a cracking player yeah and i don't think smith's got any more than a decent shot from distance mm. And a bit of energy to try and be combative. Mm. I don't see anywhere near enough creativity in, in 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 that midfield. So, back to your points about Rowley, mixed messages I'm hearing about his performances. What would you say? Yeah, it's, it's obviously mixed. Uh, he's, he's having good patches. He has times where, again, you know, he's in the standard of the league for obviously for a reason at the moment. He may all go on to better things. So it's up and down. He has purple patches and he has poor patches. Mm. But we're missing that final creative ball. The final it's dropping down in the final third. Where has he been playing Rowley then? So what positions has he played him in in the games that he's featured in so far? He's played quite everywhere. I think he's had a bit of a free roll at times, and then when he needs him, he brings him to right side midfield. Mm. But Joe, Joe swap, he's always swapped his wing backs anyway. Mm. I mean, Buchanan doesn't swap, he stops at left, but Rowley and, and Mandeville have swapped and, and they've all swapped around. What do you think Rowley's best position is? Well, my, my general feeling is a lot of people in our group are his best, his best position is number 10. Mm. And that's his best position, but he's not playing there, is not he? Not playing at number 10, no. And now about Sam Wedgbury, I'm delighted to see that Sam's been given a chance because I heard a whisper that he may have been surplus to requirements. Mm. But John, to his credit, has given the lad a chance, hasn't he? Yeah. How has he performed in the games that he's played in? He was a f- forgotten man, weren't he? Choosing mm. he, 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 he anchored midfield down. He brought it down and he passed it. And he dishing orders out. Uh, he, he, I think he, myself, I think he played well first half. And I think the problem with Sam at the moment, he hasn't got 90 minutes in him. Uh, and he fetched Sam off, which he does on an hour. Mm. And then they, after that, they scored twice. So are you seeing... Are you seeing an element of creativity in in I'm seeing elements of solidarity somebody that can organize yeah that could be solid you know in that in that pivotal role in the middle of the field he can he'll, he'll take a pass he'll pass it on he'll he'll slow it down or he'll try and knock it through so in Sam I'm looking at a half decent player yeah but the he still hasn't got quite got 90 minutes in him he had a good reputation at at Wrexham and in fact the most of the games that he played in were wins they avoided defeat yeah 
yeah. when he was playing in midfield. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's solid, and he can, he's not frightened to shout football, take it on, and he's not frightened to pass it. We've not talked about young Sheridan, the young lad. His chance have been very fleet. He's only come on as a sub. I, I wouldn't make a judgment on Jay, and he's not really had enough game time to make a proper yeah. judgment on him. He's come on as sub more. Than Some anything. positive comments about him coming on the other night. Yeah, he, he come on. He gives you he's, he's a natural left back. So it gets to the point where if you just play a flat back forward, you could play Jay at left back and be kind of left left midfield. Would you say Jay seems? Would you say Jay's demonstrated in the short amount of time we've seen? A little bit more endeavour coming forward than Buchanan shows. We knew, we knew when we got Buchanan, we weren't going to get that much from him coming forward, didn't we? Because we're playing Buchanan at left wing back going forward. And and what do you make of <laughs> yeah, it? It gives you everything he's got while he's on the field. He, he gets forward, he can cross the ball, uh, and, and then he'll get back. But Jay will probably eventually, as a younger player, but he's brought Buchanan obviously to play him. But Jay, great, he, he takes a corner and, and he can pass the ball. So yeah, I think he's, Jay's a, a valuable addition. But same as John says, he gets no favours. He's not my son, he's a footballer. He's fair enough. Yeah. So positions needed, there's two aspects to that, Alan. There's our opinion and there's what John Sheridan's mm-hmm. acknowledging him, himself. He's acknowledged himself that he'd like another striker and, yeah. and a winger, isn't he? Yeah, I think that but, would be our opinion anyway, don't you? Yeah, I think I think that would be our opinion. But yeah. someone did say to him other positions as well and... Mm. If you actually li- take what John said in his interviews literally, which yeah. is, it's the more experienced players that uh, yeah. are letting me down. Yeah. Words to that effect. Well, the more experienced players are your Westerns and your Weirs and your Smiths, which midfield. are all midfield players. Yeah. Yeah. So is he is he now acknowledging that what we're seeing, which is he needs somebody more mobile, more creative in that midfield? Yeah, I think I think I think in fairness, John's now he, he wants two midfielders, a winger. But see, when Denton and Sparrow fit, he's got three strikers. Mandeville's not a striker, so he want another striker would make four when they fit. They just need to get one or other of them fit. I don't think Sparrow could be available Saturday. He's getting close. Denton's another two or three weeks away. Mm. And Gerard is close. So Sparrow would be a big help for Scott Bowden up front. The players that he got lined up, clearly they fell through. Any indications to where they may have been coming from? General knowledge is they're both coming from Blackpool. They both played for Solihull last year. So do we know who they are then? Uh, the names I've been banded about, but I forgot who they are. One was a winger from Solihull who ran as ragged last year on Boxing Day. Yeah. And one was a striker from Solihull who probably scored against us. <laughs> but the deal had been agreed. Sheridan, Grace and Old Palzite. But the players didn't know they were coming. They didn't know they were coming. They had no idea about it. So on the Thursday tea time, uh, allegedly, the manager said to these players, you're going to Chesterfield on loan. And these players said... Well, we want a couple of days to think about it. So John Sheridan then shut the door and said, well, I've been at it long enough. You're not coming now, you're not coming. But the play, if I had the players known a week ago, we may well have got them. Well, That's the general well, look, alleged you know, consensus. When, uh, we have to remember that some professional footballers have, have got a family and they've yeah. got a right to be comfortable where they're living. Yeah. You know, football is something they do twice a week mm-hmm. for 90 minutes and, yeah. and training maybe two days. Yeah. Got a life outside that, a family outside that, mm. and not everybody wants the upheaval of moving. No, no, moving club. I think we have to respect. But John, I don't know what John's view is. If they don't want to come, we don't want them. Pe- oh, that's fair enough. You want players that want to come to you. Yeah. But same as say that the general story is the players that were lined up. John said to us the deals have been agreed. Mm. He yeah. said it at Maidenhead. It's on tape. Yeah. The deals been agreed. It's down to the hierarchy. But the general thing is that the players didn't know, wanted a couple of days to think about it, and said, look, I've waited long enough, don't bother. Mm. Which is John's opinion, that's John's choice, we'll go with that. Mm. Any thought processes and uh, rumours around who he's targeting now? I mean, I heard a rumour that uh, the young Hurst lad was was David Hurst's son, um, was in the stands on uh, on the other night. Yeah, rumour has it David Hurst was there with his son, who was under, is it England under 21 at Leicester? He's signed for Leicester, hasn't he? Yeah, that, 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 he's, yeah he's, obviously he's, it's a rumour, so we can't is say... Is his name George? George Hurst. George yeah. Hurst. Yeah, and that, and he's 20, years, of, 20 yeah. years old, highly regarded. Mm. At 20, he's probably not going to get in the Leicester team. And No. That, then it? again, you say that. Liverpool have just signed a kid from Fulham that's been on the edge of the team. Yeah, well, he's 20-year-old and non-league football is a big difference to training at Leicester, isn't it? Maybe yeah. John can pull in the old mates, yeah, uh, yeah, teammates together, weren't they? So? Can he turn clock back for David Hurst and sign him? <laughs> be a nice thought, wouldn't it? It, it certainly but, would. Yeah. John's got connections, I'm sure he's using them to the best he can. It would show Grayson connection. Yeah. 
for, for the Blackpool players. I wonder how difficult it is to actually get league players to come down into what we now regard as non-league. I know everybody says it's tier five, but mm. it's non-league, isn't it? Let's, it's Vanarama. Let's not dress it yeah. up. Yeah. People, managers like Martin Allen, Mike Mayway say, well, it's just the fifth tier. I remember Jack Lester when we got relegated mm. said, it's just the fifth tier. It's non-league. It's non-league football. It's, always been, non-league it's football. always been thought of as, as non-league. Yeah. Yeah. Players think of it as non-league. Yeah. A lot of a lot of professional footballers have got a little three-letter word called an ego. That's right. That's involved. right. And do they want to be in a nightclub, particularly the young ones, saying to the girls that they're trying to? That's pull, how I'm you a, played over. I'm a, <laughs> you know. I'm a young. I'm a young footballer. Oh, Who would you play for? Chesterfield. Oh, what league are they? Oh, they're in the non-league. non-league football, yeah, they yeah. don't want to do it. Yeah, I'm probably probably not every. Thank God, not every player's like no, that. No, no, no. Credit to the likes of Spyro coming from. Premiership, yeah, It's a different ball game in the league you're in. Is 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 players? You want players that want to come. Mm. If you want time to think about it, then they don't want to come, do they? No. You know they just don't want. It. If you want to think about it, then they don't. They're not committed. Let's be positive because it does all feel a bit like doom and gloom, doesn't it? The positive is that we hear that Denton, Spyro, and Gerard are very close to a, a return. Mm. He won't want to rush them back. How no. much of a difference do you think those three are going to make? I think Denton will make a massive difference to Scott Bowden. You know, Spyro, we could possibly play him left wing, right wing, because he's got pace. Mm. So he could play three, like a two up front with Spyro making three. Mm. Which, I mean, he did that at uh, Matlock. He's played Spyro. Uh, that lad called Scrivens that came, we had nothing of him. And Mackay. And, and that threw front three at Matlock. Got pace like we'd never seen before. Obviously, Scrivens didn't sign or uh, that he passed that one over. Uh, 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 and, 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 you know, Mackay signed. But, uh, it needs some establishment, somebody established up front. Probably mm. Denton will make a difference. Well, Denton's going to bring that aerial threat, isn't he? He's, yeah. And he's, at this level, you do get a lot of set pieces, you get a lot of corners. And most teams try to play direct from that, don't they? If there's an opportunity, you're midway inside the opposition's half and you've got a player like Denton you're going to lob it into the box aren't you and see if you can flick it on and you know he, there was a lot of goals scored last season between him and Bowden doing that weren't they and, this Will, Evans. and Will Evans Will Evans yeah. capitalised on his couple of times for goals even Jonathan Smith Denton had it back across goal and Smith back post and, and sneaked it in so you know Denton doesn't have to score he can create something for you to feed off we know his weaknesses don't we we know he's pedestrian we know he's got no pace and he's not very mobile we know all these things. We can hold it up and pass it. He can hold it up and pass it. And when he gets a chance to mm. feed, he's, he's actually a decent footballer. Yeah. He yeah. actually can, you know, he can mm. control the ball. He's got a decent mm. first touch. It's just, you're not going to, you're not going to play it over the top for him to run onto, are you? No, you're not going to play down channels like you do with Scott Bowden. No. But I mean, the, the thing is, Denton could win it and Scott would run the channel and, f- and feed off him. What you get with Denton is what you get. But some of his goals last year weren't, Poacher's goals, he had to take them himself. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Denton, obviously, is worth his weight on merit last year. Uh, we're desperately missing him this year. And Gerard, we've only seen him properly in friendlies. Mm. He, his own words were he threw two in the back of the net against Rotherham. Yeah, which were friendly, so I'm not that worried about. Not that worried. Fans say he's, he's overweight. He does look overweight, to be fair, doesn't uh, he? Yeah, he's... I mean, I can't talk, but... No. Uh, <laughs> is it well, for a pro yeah. footballer? He do, he he's not the shape kept. and size we expected, is he? No. And the videos I look back on him, he wasn't that shape. Mm. You know, when he was a few years ago, he mm. wasn't that shape. But he's an organizer, isn't he? A shouter and an organizer. He, the game I saw him in against Sheffield United, he had he, he had a good touch, and he, yeah. he 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 seemed composed. Yeah, didn't seem ruffled and. Some of the best players have not always been the quickest, have they? They've no, had a great no. touch, you know. No. Franz Beckenbauer weren't weren't you? No Usain Bolt was he? I know he's a midfield player, but Jan Molby wasn't yeah. mobile at no, all. He was no. one of the heaviest professional footballers for years. No, no. you don't have to be fast. To Teddy be Sheringham yeah. had no pace up front, mm. but he had positional yeah. sense. You don't have to be Usain Bolt to be a good good passer of a ball, do you? And an yeah. organizer. The one thing that I do think Gerard will bring to the to the fore is that is passion. You yeah, know, a bit of leadership. He's, he's thought of as being a, a mouthpiece, isn't he? He, mm. he tells people what he thinks. Sheridan yeah. likes players yeah. to get on at each other, to uh, yeah. to demand high standards from each other. And yeah. um, I, I think Gerard will eventually end up becoming a captain. I would say if Gerard comes back fit and able to do what he's doing and settles in, I suspect he will be captain, yeah. 
So everybody being fit, next question for you, Alan. Everybody being fit, everybody being fit and available, what would your recommended formation be? You know, if if it got the availability of Spyro, Gerard and, and Denton. I suspect that I suspect when I suspect Coddington will get a chance soon. Rightly or wrongly, expect to get a chance. I will if Gerard's fit, I will play play possibly a flat back four. Will Evans at right back. Gerard and, and, and Ollis as your centre arse. Probably get crucified bring Ollis in there. Uh, and, and, and Buchanan a flat left back or even young Jay Sherry in a left back. That's your flat back four. Your midfield four, where everybody's fit, I would play Spyro right midfield. I'd stick Mandeville and Smith together. You'd play Spyro right midfield, would you? R- right wing. Right wing. Right wing. He's got pace. Yeah. Mandeville and Smith as your two, your two midfielders. Out left. Well, if you put Mandeville out left, but then again, you bring Rowley into the middle with Smith yeah. and give him a chance. Up front, it's got to be Denton and Bolden. Uh, other than that, young Wakefield, is he worth a chance in middle at Park? Do you think he's more or even to... even Luke Rawson or Amanti up front yeah. and give him a chance? Yeah, well... They've, well what we're doing now, they've got to be worth a chance, haven't they? I didn't see enough, I have to say, I didn't see enough. I saw glimpses in Levi Amanti, mm. but I didn't see enough in the games that I saw him to think mm. that he was ready yet. But is it any worse than what we've got? Hmm. Endeavour is is what we need, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We need players that are prepared to have mm. to have a, to have a proper go. Well, time will tell. Yeah, these players... mid midfield's problem. You can stick anybody in there, and it's the same. It doesn't alter, does it? Well, let's hope if the three players do come back, mm. they come back and hit the ground running because it's mm. not difficult, particularly not for the likes of Denton. It's been out for a, a fair while, hasn't he? Now it's his own fault, though, isn't it? Be honest, it's his own fault. Is he isn't a it? footballer or a cricketer? He's, well, we could do him a lot. Well, did he it. get the injury playing cricket? Do you know? That's a, I don't know, but the injury came about. I don't know what. We won't want to spe- want to get into trouble for speculating. No, I'm not that, speculating. Would we, but, but the problem is he's injured and people are saying he's, he's a silly boy, isn't he? He was you know, silly you boy. Don't, you don't, and he got fined for it, so we move on. You're not a pro footballer. You don't go out and play cricket, do you? When you no. when you're a pro footballer, not if you've not not this day and age. No, not not. I know it wasn't professional cricket, but it's mm. competitive cricket. You don't do it, do you? No. Although he's apparently a decent bowler and batsman, isn't he? Well, we can do with him at Lords, can't we? <laughs> so we're crashing in test again. We diverge. We have to, we have to diverge because, you know, we didn't want to have this conversation did we, no, before games. No, no, I was hoping for us to be waxing lyrical about all the positive mm. things that are going to be ta- taking place on the playing mm. field. What, on to Sheridan then. So, you know, you've spent a bit of time with him at the press conferences. You've interviewed him after matches. Mm. What's the difference between the new John Sheridan and the one we had years ago, would you say? Well, I thought he might have been a bit more melancholy. But after choosing artists, that fire in his belly's still there. And he doesn't accept defeat. He doesn't accept best, second best. And he doesn't take, accept anybody not giving 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, his interview will be out later on today. And he specifically said today that Dave Allen said, get rid of whoever he wants to get rid and bring in whoever he wants. Again. So... He's in his interview today. He's getting, You'll get it off our own mystery and cues that later. He's getting the support that he needs from Dave Allen, doesn't he? He said that today, quote, in text. He can get, Dave Allen said, he can get rid of whoever he wants to get rid of. And he can bring in whoever he wants to I bring in. I have to tell you, you know what, Alan, again, this will make me, mm. probably you, unpopular, but mm. we know what's gone on with, with the messes, um, uh, the messes at, at the board level. Mm. We know it's been messy. We know there's been some things that shouldn't have happened. But, you know, some managers make decisions in the close season like John's. John's brought, he said himself in his interview, I'm the manager, I brought the players in, he's been a bit unlucky with injuries, but he's given contracts to players Mm. like um, Robbie Weir. Mm. Yes, he had players like Weston under contract. Yeah. uh, But he's brought in in players. I think John will not be too big to say he's made a mistake. I mean, in fairness to Martin Allen... He started getting rid very quickly. He knew he knew he'd made a mistake, so we were getting him out, weren't he? Yeah. So John, if John's made a mistake, I think John's big enough to open and say, yeah. well, "I've made a mistake. I don't want you." He said a few times, hasn't he? It's hard when you mm. talk about getting players in. He says he's hard. Mm. Mm. You know, I'd love to have him. I don't know if we'd ever persuade him to come on a podcast like this, but I'd love mm. to have him. I think we'd probably give him a beer and get on quite well <laughs> with him, wouldn't we? Why don't you ask him? Yeah, I'll be brave. <laughs> oh, certainly, yeah, we certainly. Just say, John, come for a few beers and we'll have a we'll have a, <laughs> a curry. We'll have a chat round the fire. Yeah, that's your wages. We'll have a chat round. The, we'll have a chat round. It'd the be fire. a tempting thought, but I mean, I mean choosing art. You you heard John's interview and it was blatantly honest. Yeah, he didn't pull any punches, did he? 
No. And a few of them players knew very well who we were talking about. We can't name He's, names. It's unfair. Yeah, that, I mean, I actually do like someone that's brutally honest, and he was brutally honest, wasn't yeah, he? He was choosing. He right. was he was couching it a little bit in saying, and I obviously I'm not having too much of a go, but mm. he was saying that in one breath. But actually, if they are listening to what he said, mm. there's no disguising who he was referring to, no, is there? No, because he specifically player. said senior players. He didn't say he said, and he said, "I'm not blaming kids," which he can't. He says, and he said several times, "senior players," so they will know. Yeah, who they are. So that's that's where Western. Um, it could be Buchanan. Uh, Possibly, yeah. Well, I don't think Buchanan's let us down. Yeah, no, no. no. But the same as you said, of senior players, and, and they were no. But same as John said, choose so not. So I've not shouted at him. I've been honest with him. Yeah. So you know. Well, okay. We must talk about the. Uh, <laughs> We must. We'd, we'd be accused of being um, sucking up to the club if we didn't cover this subject, wouldn't we? Yeah, we would, yeah. Uh, yeah. This entire podcast is designed to be... We are fans of Chesterfield. We support Chesterfield. We do. We... And that, you know, that just has to be. So we're not yeah. about having a go at the club. No. But quite rightly, some fans have been very perturbed mm. by the fact that these dugouts have been built. Yeah. And loyal season ticket holders have actually been... Inconvenience to say the least. I it's mean, the restrictive view, isn't it? Re- restrictive view. Now, I have to say, firstly, let's cover let's cover one aspect of it, which is lots of football clubs have dugouts. Now, the yeah. the definition of a dugout, Alan, is it's, it's dug out. Yes, it's dug out. Now, so if people said the subs bench, they'd have probably got away with dug out. It. So typically, it's dug out because you go beneath the ground so yeah. you don't obscure the view. So someone yeah. in the wisdom has decided that. We're not going to dig out. Now, to be fair, the way the concrete foundations are down there, if you've been down there, you can see. Yeah, every game, yeah. It would be, yeah, it'd be quite, they'd have to get a, they'd have to get a digger in there to yeah, dig out. Yeah, and that's fair enough. I imagine that'd yeah. be quite expensive. Yeah. But surely common sense prevails. If you're going to put a dugout up, mm. which by the way, if I were a professional footballer or a manager. No problem with the dugout. I would not want to have, a fan sat behind me. No. Literally. Particularly not as we've seen over the years when the team's performing badly. Some yeah. of the fans can, can actually get, mm. you know, quite vociferous yeah. and, yeah. and, yeah. you know, you, at least, yes, they can knock on the, knock on the perspex and tell them yeah. what they think. Yeah. yeah. But at least there's that dividing barrier, yeah. isn't it? You've got a bit of, bit of yeah. protection. So I, I would understand any of the managers whether, I mean, I'm told that Paul Cook asked for dugouts. Apparently so, yeah. I didn't know about that one. I'm told, I'm so, told yeah. that Paul yeah. Cook asked for them, and yeah. they didn't get around to it right. until now. Mm. So if if they have been asked for by the likes of Sheridan, I completely get that and yeah. support that. What I don't support is somebody not having the basic wisdom to go and sit in those seats and, check. and have a look at what's going to happen when you put the dugouts up. Yeah, yeah. And clearly, you know, we've seen people take pictures. That row immediately behind the dugout is now... No use, is it? On both dugouts, you're both redundant. No good, no No good. No. I mean, the only people that that you that probably want to sit there is if there was a capacity crowd, and but even then, your your view is obscured, isn't it? Mm. I mean, who in the right? And I'm sorry to say this because it's it's easy to criticise, isn't it? But yeah, it's not complicated, is it? No, you're putting something up that's going to obstruct people's views, or at least check it and see if it's not obstructing people. Check, yeah, and they didn't. No, no, they just put it up. Now, now it's a, get me wrong, it's a valuable source of income because it's sponsored. Yeah, and that's important. There's two sides to yeah. every story. But at um, least check it out before you put some it Some interesting there. posts in the group, aren't there? There has been some interesting posts. There have been some very R8 posts, which, which is fair comment. There's one post that stood out to me. I don't know whether it's still there. Uh, one of the non-exec directors um, said something about... Um, well, I actually put a post up about treating... Yeah, how to treat customers. I wasn't yeah, actually yeah. referring no. to anything in particular, yeah, yeah. but I just felt that the the my sentiment that morning, having read everything, yeah. was that this is basic: treat your customers well, talk yeah. to them, yeah. respect them. When you make a mistake, which all companies do, yeah. put put yeah. put it right. Put it right yeah. And there was one comment saying, "You don't drill, you don't, you don't. I don't know what something like you don't drill drill a hole in the boat that you're all sailing." No, well, you know, it's <laughs> it's it's so it, unfortunate. I can understand why a player these day and age would want to sit with a bit of protection. You know, yeah. I mean, in sport, and you look at Monica Sellers, 
Yeah. You know, with a tennis player, it can happen. Not being negative, it can happen. Yeah. But I can understand I want to be protected and, and John wanted to protect his players, but at least make sure it works before they do it. What are your thoughts, Alan, around when you do make a mistake as a company? And it's talked about in the way that it has been, because it's actually been mm. a fairly big subject for discussion, hasn't it? Because yeah. I think most of us can imagine what it would be like to have a, a seat that you've had for years that you yeah. can no longer yeah. enjoy yeah. because yeah. an obstruction has been put yeah. in front of you. What What do you do as a company? Surely you yeah. don't just go quiet on it, you deal with it head yeah. on. Well, now, I'm told that they're dealing with it. I'm told that the people that are affected have been contacted and yeah. better alternative arrangements have been mm. made, but there's, I'm not aware of any statement that's been released about it. Are you were Graham Beans? Graham, Graham Beans fronted said, it last Friday, didn't he, at the speakeasy? Did he? He did went he, over in, what happened there, I'm, I'm, I can't remember. He did front it, and did he, did he, answer, he did answer honest questions about it. Did One he, he, he apologise and say, look, we made a mistake? What was said, I don't I can't speculate. Okay. But he did front it last Friday, the speaker. I mean, he's going to get shouted down, isn't he, he even yeah. if he does apologise. But sometimes when you made a mistake, you have to apologise. and yeah. You have to apologise on behalf of the club and say, look, we got that wrong. We made yeah. a mistake. We're really sorry. We're not perfect. We're trying to put it right. And we'll yeah. try and not make mistakes going forward. And yeah. yeah. A fair percentage of fans would respect that. Yeah, it's just another own goal, isn't it? What we keep scoring yeah. regarding fans. Yeah, it's another own goal. It's unfortunate. It, it's it, it's bad. It's unfortunate, uh, and it's something else for to, for to jump on. It's another mistake. And when things are as bad as they have been on mm. the playing field, it doesn't take much, does it, to no, to no, upset people? No. Fans pay money. They're entitled to an opinion. And the fans, you know, bringing the podcast to a close. And I'm going to talk to you about the uh, the up and coming fixtures, but. Uh, no, we have to spare a word for the our long-suffering fans, don't they? Because yeah, we do. Yeah, they've been again. You know, they've turned up non-league, turning up in the numbers again. Almost four thousand there again the other Sorry night. Not, yeah, bearing in mind only ninety-seven Tra- came from walking. Traveling in numbers away. Yeah. I think there was three hundred at one of the games, wasn't there? And at uh, at uh, 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 at Wood, they had seventy more fans than we did. About three hundred eighteen. They are three hundred eighty-eight. Incredibly. That's Made Ned, 1100 at the game, and we are 350 then. And John, actually, who in his last spell wasn't renowned for being expressing massive gratitude for the fans, mm. has pointedly thanked the fans and apologised for the to the fans. Both home games. And said, I feel sorry for them. Yeah. Yeah. People, yeah. Got, people work 39, 40 hours a week to be able to pay to watch them. So they're definitely out of an opinion. And at the moment, on the pitch, when you're losing, they're going to go on your back. When you're winning, they'll leave you alone. So let's start winning, give them something to cheer about, finally. So, next two fixtures up and coming. They all look difficult now in a run like this, don't they? Let's run through them. The next yeah. fixture is Barnet away. away. Yeah. Sat after his barrow at home. Oh, now that'll be interesting. Which brings Ian Everett back against Ian Gerrard. <laughs> against Gerrard. <laughs> against uh, you know, that, that for me, that's gone. It's happened, it's gone. You know. Well, they're both... They both. They both uh, shook hands. They both talked about it, and it's gone. Have they? Have they well, sh- as far as I'm aware, it's gone. If you ask Ian Everett about it now, is he going to be bothered? Well, players, it happens, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it happens. But, but it does add, barrow, add an extra interest spice, for us fans, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And then after that, bank holiday Monday, which is my birthday, you stop port away. Hmm. So they all look difficult, don't they? What when was- you're in a run like this, they all look difficult. So what are your expectations going into the Barnet game? I think we're going to see some players returning from injury, aren't we? Well, I think we'll see changes. Yeah. Check with if, if Spyro and Denton and Gerard aren't fit. I think we'll see changes. Definitely see some changes starting 11. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll take a point at Barnet now. If you look on paper, Boreham Wood away, Maiden anyway, they're not two bad points away from home. It's the fact we've lost both of his home games. If we'd have won one home game and drawn one, we'd have been on six points. Been a better, a lot we'd have been in, in contention. Yeah. 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 So, so are we saying then... Alan, that we want to, we need to be winning our own games. Of course, yeah. Drawing away and picking up the odd three pointer on the, on our travels. Well, how many times have, in football have we said three points at home, a point away, and the odd victory away from home will take you up? Yeah. How many? It's been said for, since football began. Yeah. But we need to start winning, or at least we, we haven't picked the point up at home yet, and that's the, the disappointing part of the season. Mm. And we've not really looked like picking a point up. 
Martin Tyler was interviewed by our friend Ian yeah, Kuzak, yeah. the Woking assistant coach, which assistant. I had no clue. Yeah. That I knew he was a Woking fan, but I didn't yeah. know he's he was in the dugout. Yeah. Playing part in the, yeah. in the tactics. Yeah. And it was live. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Martin Tyler, I don't know what Martin, I've not really had a chance to listen to Ian's interview, but Martin Tyler imitated to me that they had a plan, they stuck to it and it worked. Yeah. So are we predictable? Well, they're a part-time team as well, aren't they? Yeah. But are we predictable? How easy to work out? Yeah. So we came in the game, bang, we stuck to it, and we've got three points. So are we, are we predictable? Their goals, for people who haven't seen them, how would you describe Woking's goals? At back post, Eddie. Again. <laughs> and uh, then there was a free two, kick, two men free at back post, just put it away. Yeah. The guy that scored it shouldn't have been on pitch anyway. Ah, uh, he should have been sent with, off. With yeah. the elbow. Two elbows on Will Evans. Second goal, 25-yard free kick, curled it over at Wall into the top corner at net. Do you stop them? Quality <laughs> free kick. And you're so, up against it, aren't you? You're up against the 2 and you're up against it. Bowden goes back into it, the 2-1. And uh, we had chances to... A couple bring... of three half chances, yeah. But every time we attacked, they threw bodies in front of the ball. They did what they wanted. They threw bodies and, and defended the it. The point I was going to make about Martin Tyler, he pointedly praised the Chesterfield fans, didn't he? He said, yeah. the yeah. Chesterfield fans, he said, we came tonight yeah. thinking, let's kill the crowd. Yeah. Let's turn the crowd against them. But he said, never at any point did that happen. No, no. Was that, was that no. the way that you viewed it? There were a few derisory jeers at half-time, although they played well first half. Then obviously at full-time, they lost 2-1. There were, um, you know, some more derisory jeers. What but, would you say the percentage possession split was? Because Sheridan said we had a lot of the ball. We was must it, have had more than them, yeah. What, I think every game 60, played, 70%? Yeah, with every game we've played, we've had possession. All four games, even against Dover. We had a lot of possession. And probably 60-40 choosing out, yeah. We've had possession, but we've not turned it into chances. Well, Alan, I want to thank you for the great job you're doing for Elastic FM. I think the fans in the group are, are actually appreciating the different way that we're doing it, with you yeah. looking into a camera and giving updates. Yeah, with your, it's a scary thought, that. You know, obviously frightening a few kids along the way, but there you go. Well, <laughs> over the years, they've been used to hearing your dulcet tones, yeah, and now yeah. they can get that and mm. see the face as well. I want to thank you more for the support because the, the, the full time news on Tuesday wasn't the best news I've, I've ever thrown out. And I've just had just under 700 views on that, on that live. Which is a proportion of three and a half thousand fans in that group. It's very a, good. That's a fifth, isn't it? Yeah. That's very good. 20%. That's yeah. very so good. So what I'm doing, I'm enjoying. Uh, if, if I do anything and people want to constructive comments, throw them at me. Yeah. I mean, the same as you said today, you know, even my other half said today, when you do camera, Get it up higher rather than lower. Yeah, we want to see you. You know, you, you, your face. We want to see your ball patch. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you want, she just says, "Hold it higher." Yeah, and and, and get a better, you know, better. It's angle. good. It's different. It's yeah. different. It's you know the the fact that you're doing it the way you're doing it is is different. It's yeah. refreshing. And of course, anything happens, whether it's every minute, I update our fans page as well. No, and the fans are appreciating it. Yeah, and for so- them that can't be there, one message me privately. She was like, "I feel like I've been at game." Yeah. Because of your updates every... Well, you're reading of the game and your honesty. Mm. Um, your honesty, Alan, comes across and... and It's got me into trouble a few times in the past with such as Mike Farland and... Well, it may, maybe has, but I them, sense, but, you know. and long way this continue, I sense yeah. that the, the way you phrase your questions mm. to to John Sheridan, I, I mm. sense in the way that he answers you... Respectful. Yeah, you're respectful. Uh, mm. There's a humility in... And, yeah. and in Ian Kuzak and the way you ask the questions. Yeah. And I sense that John likes that. Long may it continue. I think if we keep losing, it might become a problem. The, the thing is with John... Because he's you... known for being Feisty. a bit off, isn't he? We, yeah. I mean, the, do you yeah. remember Jeff... Um, Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah, bless him. You yeah. know, Jeff Mitchell used to get... Uh, it, yeah. was a, it was a handful, wasn't it? For... It was, yeah. I mean, when you ask John Sheridan's question, he looks like you're straight in the eye. And he don't, he, don't, he don't dodge you, and it's eye to eye. And if you lock him back in eye, he respects that, and he knows that you're going to front him he respects the fact that you're not shy of him it's well I'm t- well he's talking to me and I'm talking to him it's eye to eye yeah. and John respects that I, I suspect he respects that but if you look away from John and, and, and you think oh, you know he's asked me a question look at me while I'm answering it so if you front John uh, eye to eye he's, he's well, a good I, man do you know what I'd love to get him in here relaxed yeah. beer in his hand mm. and uh, ask him some searching questions and, and, and drill for even more of the honesty that we're getting but I think it's fair to say isn't it Alan that the fans are still behind him they still believe yeah, yeah. we know he's got a proven track record in the lower leagues yeah, yeah. he can bring success he's been backed thankfully by Dave Allen it well, sounds it's certainly the case 
Bless you. Excuse me, yeah, it's certainly the case again in, in press this afternoon, which you'll hear obviously from me later on. Alan, thank you very much. So it's we'll a pleasure again. Yeah, Just... final message to anyone listening. If you are a fan and you can come on uh, this podcast with us and you can behave yourself, be constructive, <laughs> you can say what hopefully we're demonstrating yeah, that yeah. you know we're not holding anything back, but what we are doing is being respectful in the way that we're saying it. You may not agree with our opinions. Football well, is come all... on and tell us. Yeah, come on and tell us. Football is all about opinion. It's okay to disagree as long as you mm. do that with respect. So yeah. um, you can bob an email to david.lily at elasticfm.co.uk or contact us on, on Facebook. Facebook. You can find me on Facebook Messenger. You find Alan easily on Facebook. Contact us if you want to come on. Um, we record this in the office in, in Clown. And uh, you're more than welcome. We'll give you a cup of tea or a nice latte, a chocolate biscuit. We'll make you feel welcome. And uh, contact us if you want to take part. But in the meantime, let's hope that the next time we talk, Alan, we're, we're reflecting yeah. on something of an upturn in form. Uh, let's, let's hope so. Fingers crossed. Thank you.